get into it. Uh, grabbing the brisket podcast, guys. Hey, we're running a few men short, few men mm-hmm. down. Uh, we're a few bricks shy of a wall. Right. Yeah. Jan is uh, Matt's home tending to a sick kid. Uh, Alex is holding down the the. He's running the tracks. Yeah, yeah. He's holding down the railroad there. So and uh, Jan, yeah, who knows where? I know he told me where he was at, but he's he's flying off in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say Minnesota. It's definitely North Country or whatever. He says he likes it up there, but I can only match. What, I mean, what do you think he's doing right now? Oh, freezing his junk off. Do you think it's he's cold really, here? It's probably really cold up there. Do you think he's really freezing? No, he's probably in a bar somewhere. <laughs> the, over, over, under. What are the odds? Like he's in a. I mean, it's work related, right? It's you know, I have to go get a couple right, beers. I right, right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with my coworkers. It, it's fine. Oh yeah, odds are. Yeah, yeah. he's definitely partaking of some kind of adult beverage somewhere as we speak yeah let me ask you this when you get into a nice setting do you do you try to well i'm trying to think of the word do you try to um make it uh your drink order just a little bit more sophisticated 100 <laughs> percent. you're going to be like going straight to the whiskey maybe you're getting like the oh man honestly i only have like a couple of them in my uh, my repertoire. I don't know that many fancy drinks. The only one I have is like an old fashioned. Right. Like fashion. It's either I'm ordering a Coors Light or an old fashioned. So those are what I got. Yeah, I, I get stuck in that that boat as well because I'm just <laughs> always like, yeah, it's a nice restaurant. I just can't just order a beer. There's thing I'm some dumb redneck just ordering a beer. Like, yeah, uh, yeah hey, you have it in a can. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take a Coors Light in a can, please. Mm-hmm. So I'm always going into like with the whiskey and Coke or the the old fashions and then probably like a couple deep. And I'm like, why did I do that? Like it's, I don't know, man. Sometimes they're good. I mean, usually the first like three drinks, you're like Ooh, choking it down. Cause you don't, I don't, at least for me, I don't drink whiskey that often. But once you've got one down and you're on your second one, it's like, yeah. all right, came on. Then the magic happens. The, I feel this, the I alcohol feel like, doesn't yeah. taste alcohol anymore. No, I feel like that's honestly, that's some of the best drunk I can get is, is that old fashioned drunk. Yeah, I, I just, mm-mm. I, me and liquor, uh, I guess we, we had like a fallen out a while back. Like it just, every time I got into it, and it's, and it's like I'm saying, like, I start drinking them and then you start pouring them a little bit heavier and you start pouring them a little bit more heavier. And then next thing you know, you're just, uh, whatever you're mixing with is just, now that's getting lighter and lighter. Right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. then it got to the point where it's like, uh, just right to the stomach, right into the bloodstream. And now I'm like, Damn, I'm tanked. Like, <laughs> what with, happened with beer? I can kind of just manage. Yeah, yeah, I have a beer here too. Whatever, no big deal. But that that, that liquor hits you like straight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, sorry, you're right? To... No, no, you're right. Every, and every one gets a little bit stronger. So mm-hmm. you have four beers. It's nothing. You have four drinks. By the fourth one, it's eighty percent alcohol, and you're you're shitty. Yeah, yeah. So I'd imagine that's where Jan's at right now. Shitty. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's probably shitty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so we officially, I think, we officially gotten to the. The season where everybody sends their chili pictures to Rich O'Toole. Uh, <laughs> I saw like four today. Yeah, they, oh, no beans in this one. No beans. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, for me. It's comical. I, I like seeing it because I'm I I actually don't eat beans. Right, right. So I I actually prefer chili with no beans in it. But I don't really care if somebody has beans in it or they they don't put beans in it or however they want to do it. You put five beans in it. Good for you, man. But uh, I love the just poking the bear and just like. Uh, oh, uh, he eats it up, too. He loves it. Oh, right? I think he has a T-shirt made or something like Does that. Does he? Yeah. Oh, we had to get one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We need to get him on again. It's been like two years. It's been a minute since we've had him on. Yeah. Well, I think he lives here local. Maybe we can get him one day uh, swinging by Paraland. Maybe we can oh, get him in awesome. studio. Get yeah. In studio. Rich O'Toole. Yeah. 
That'd be yeah. awesome. Okay. Um, well, speaking of getting uh, getting drunk and getting shitty, mm-hmm. not really chilly related, but uh, we uh, we went out this past weekend. We had uh, we had a birthday. Yes. Alex's oldest. Yeah. Uh, Paisley, happy birthday. Actually, it was my son Maddox's birthday too. So happy birthday, Maddie. He, but, didn't, he uh, didn't get to go. Nope. He, we were at a piano bar and they wouldn't let him in. He had to wait outside. Yeah. Uh, no, he did not come. But uh, it was a fun time. I don't know if anybody, the listeners, have been to any of these dueling piano bars. So it's much more fun than it sounds like. It, uh, yeah. And okay, so my my two cents, my two one of my two t- takeaways is I like it, but I don't like those places mm, because I don't, don't call you out. Right. I don't mind being. I don't want to be front row. I don't be front row, Joe. <laughs> you learned that one, didn't you? I learned that one, and I, I got into that. And, and literally, I'm trying. You know, I'm definitely the introvert, and I'm trying to engage in with what's going on. All this song. So I was like, I was trying to think of a song. I was like, God dang it, I can't. I can think of the, the the song, but I can't think of the artist. And I I pull up my phone just to do a quick Google search of what the artist was, and <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, it's like it's like the, all the fucking pianos just stop. And they all just stare at me. <laughs> like the screeching like, record. Right. <laughs> Look at this jackass on his phone. Like, oh, hey, you sorry. A flashlight pointing right, at you. Sorry to interrupt you. You know, everybody's having a good time. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And he's like, hey, by the way, why don't you just come up on stage? And I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Fine. Okay. I'll get up there. And then, of course, they, you know, you know, you make the, the mockery out of yourself or the, you know, whatever you have a good time. Uh, thank goodness they allow you to get a couple of drinks in before or all those shenanigans start happening. But, uh, uh, that's that. That's a fun. It's expensive. Like it's. It it's, is expensive. I mean, you just can't get out of there without spending like a couple of bills, like per person, like, every time. Yeah, and then once I ride, I think Jan. I think somebody. I think uh, there's Jason, uh, our buddy Jason. I think he bought like 14 shots, uh, and I think Jan bought like 14 Jello shots. I'm like, Damn, oh, I bought dude. a round of those too. Oh, oh yeah, and I'm like, okay. I mean, you guys are just taking out like second mortgages trying to get these uh, <laughs> these drinks on. I'm like, dude, I'm good with my Coors Light, man. But nah, yeah. But I think the, the the one of the fun things that we had, they had an interactive TV. Oh, that was new. To where At you can sit there and take pictures, and it, it'll flash up on all the TVs going all the way on this <laughs> yes. piano bar. Yes. And uh, I, I think we probably that was the most fun we had of the whole night. You know what I mean? It was great <laughs> yes. celebrating Paisley's birthday, and we all got to sing songs or whatever. But we're just—I mean, we put up we're grabbing the brisket logo up. Oh, on the it big was screen. up there on the screen. Yeah, yeah. and there's uh, quite a few screens in there. Mm-hmm. But we were one of the first people in there too, and I noticed it like almost immediately. So, like one of the first pictures I put put up there was uh of hank my mm-hmm. uh my golden doodle so <laughs> every 30 seconds or so there's hank on the big screen yeah i was i was just cracking up maybe i was just drunk and it was funny because i was drunk probably but it was funny as shit. i, I don't know if they go through any type of censorship process it did not seem like it but i mean you can probably just throw up some crazy stuff up there and it would just get mm-hmm. you know blasted to everybody in that uh that uh <laughs> that, that bar yeah um, i had a lot of pictures of jan up there yeah a few pictures of my wife, like in yep. very just weird uh, poses. So she she, <laughs> she really knew I was sticking a picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was sticking her tongue out at me. And, uh, but I mean, great time. We we had uh, I think my head did def, definitely did hurt the next morning. Mm. Uh, I'm not gonna lie on that that portion. But uh, we got up. I think we did a little cooking. Um, nothing too major. I still need to get that um, that Thor's hammer, that that beef shank out of the. We gotta cook that. Yeah, it's still in my freezer, so I, I think my plan is to go home tonight after we record here, bust it out, and then let that thaw for the weekend and try to get cooked on Saturday. So definitely a bunch of content coming your way. Uh, okay. I, I'm i going to do some Google Google's, Google searches. I think we talked about this before. It's like I'm going to treat it kind of like a brisket, but I need to figure out how I want to wrap this thing up. I was like, I, 
I don't really care about, you know, they, they, you see them all just like cooked, just standing up mm-hmm. in that, that, that position. And I'm like, oh, okay, I like that. But I'm like, when I go to wrap, I'm like, I don't know. I got to think about how do I want to do that. I think you, you need it. to cook it as a brisket. And Pretty I, much. Yeah. You need to smoke. And at some point you do need to wrap it and braise it. Cause it's going to, if you don't, I think it'll just dry out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think if you, if you leave it standing up, but you just like, maybe a double layer of foil and just kind of wrap it up around. You only got to go around the meat, right? Get it on there tight. Mm-hmm. Add a little bit of whatever you want to add in there for uh, for some some juice to start, you know, what do you call it? Basing. I was using. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought about taking an aluminum foil pan and then on one end just kind of uh, notch out just a little um, half circle on one end so that bone can kind of, <laughs> stick out and rest yeah. and then i could just throw a layer of foil on top of that and i could fill it up with beef broth and yeah. aromatics and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff and just let it go low and slow i think i think that you have to go low and slow on those things mm-hmm. the hot and fast i mean yes you'll get it to where it's pulling off the bone but i don't think the meat really yeah, don't there's think too much shit down. in there it needs to break down too many yeah. like collagens and stuff like that because this is this is part of what the the, the arm the shoulder mm-hmm. uh somewhere in the leg, region. the legial region, the, the, yeah, whatever the the scientific <laughs> cal term is, the leg legumes. Um, I'd, I'd braising, imagine braising yeah, is. I'd the imagine it's more. a muscle that's worked pretty heavily, yeah. so it's going to have to have some type of tenderization going on. Yeah. Are you going to do it on the drum? Or are you going to do mm-hmm. it on the offset? I'm going to do it on the drum. Okay. And so I, that's I'm, the only thing I was like, is it going to be too tall if you stand it up on the drum? I don't know what the how much space there is, so you may have to find a way to do it laying down. Yeah, I think I might just lay it down and just rotate it ever so often and just try to get a nice color going all the way around. Sounds good. Mm. Sounds good. I know Delicious. people put like red wine and stuff in there when they braise them. I don't know. I don't know. I'd never really cooked with wine, but yeah, I mean, we, we did uh fr- so Halloween uh, a while back. We, uh, we did uh Jan brought some steaks. Usually typically we do some hot dogs and uh, either, you know, uh, friends, neighbors, people stopping by, oh, here's a hot dog. So we do hot dog and chili or whatever. So Jan, went and bought a couple of steaks as well. And so he's like, Hey, I want to uh, try it. I didn't, I didn't have the VAC master ready to go. He's like, mm-hmm. I want a VAC master. I'm like, ah, kids are showing up trick or treating. I don't have time to bust that out. So he's like, okay. So he did a red wine, uh, soy sauce, um, type marinade on one of the steaks that he did. Mm-hmm. And the other one, we, we went just typical dry brine, uh, seasoning, not really dry brine. Cause we didn't let it go that long. Um, but just, I did the, um, the bad Byron's butt rub. Mm-hmm. And I think Goldie's all purpose uh, with a little uh, Worcestershire sauce as a uh, binder. And man, that was delicious. I mean, uh, the red wine marinade was delicious as well. I don't know which one was my favorite. They, they were both equally good. Um, the, the red wine just had a little bit of more subtle, just like nuance, little notes mm, to it. A little fanciness. A little fanciness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, you can oh, always okay. taste it, the fancy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so, so the steaks came out good, is what you're telling me. Steaks is good. Hot Great. dogs were a complete flop. I really? Think. You just forget about them? No, no, no. I mean, we we cooked them and did them. It's like nobody really wanted a hot dog. Losers. What's wrong with people? Right. Yeah. Mm. So trick or treating was cool. Do I scare the shit out of kids? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> such a jerk. I know I'm horrible. Like I wasn't trying to, and it's. I think there's a lot of um, friendly fire where I was like trying to get like some older kids, and there were some little kids there with them as well. Mm. And man, they just scared the shit right you out. Have them crying? Them. Were you making them cry? I wasn't trying to. Uh-huh. So this is what we did. We did. We set up. We uh, I, Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Um, Something different. 
so I, I got the outfit on and I'm in my front yard and the, the front yard's kind of dimly lit and I have a extension cord uh, going in one hand and I have my hand tucked all the way to where you can't see my hand in it. And then the other one's kind of like tucked, uh, I had a glove on it. Mm. And so then I'm like in the front yard stiff and then I'm just like doing the mannequin, just like I'm a robot out there. <laughs> And nobody really can tell. And then people were just walking by like, oh, Michael Myers, Michael Myers. And uh, finally, uh, our neighbor, he came over, Jay, said, hey, man, uh, uh, new little um, robot that we got. He's like, go, hey, go check it out. Go take a picture with it. And people are like, oh, cool, badass. And they're over there getting behind me and just like sitting there taking a picture. And I'm just like. Put your arms around them. Like, hey, how's it going? They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Or I'm doing this number, and the little girl, dude, I felt bad. She was probably like eight, and she, he was like, go ahead, yeah, shake his hand. And I'm going up like this right here, and all of a sudden she grabs my hand. I was like, how's it going? <laughs> she fell down. She fell down to the ground, and she started screaming. I was like, holy shit. I ripped my mask off. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she was hysterically laughing by that point. Oh, I was good. like, okay, I don't feel so bad. Oh, um, man, you're such a jerk. I love it, dude. Every year, that's what I look forward to. Oh, man. But. It's not Halloween. It's 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 on to Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we had a good Halloween too. We did the we did the full size candy bars at our house. We were that house. So yeah, yeah. went through like two hundred candy bars in like I don't know an hour and a half or something. So we don't have that many houses in our neighborhood. So I don't know what the hell happened there. So I see. They think that's the rich neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So that's that. what happened. I think yeah. so because there was definitely people coming in cars parked, and I was like, "What is happening? We don't have this many people in our neighborhood." And it right. Was, it was bustling a little bit. Dang. So all right. It was a thing. I don't know if y'all want to roll through sometime, but uh, maybe I got to hit your house. Up like a them bit. big candy bars. Yeah, I came back from because I took the kids. You know, we had the golf cart just rolling around, letting them do their thing. Came back and there's there was wasn't shit left in the bucket, but like she bought like one bag of the small candies. That's what was left. I was like, this is some bullshit. Mm-mm. Like, where's the Reeses? Yeah, and I, I I'm right there in the same boat because we uh, we combined three houses together. And just like three buckets of candy, and the kids walk up, just like, ooh, some from here, some from here, some from here. And by the end of the night, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of like on a diet a little bit. And I was like, well, I might just sneak a little whatever. And I'm <laughs> like, something, something. Where's the candy at? <laughs> where's the candy at? I mean, seriously, I'm like, where's it at? And it's like, there's a bucket, and there's like the shitty candy. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the penny candy that's mm-hmm. still left. I'm like, where's the lifesavers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I don't need a breath, man. I need some chocolate or something like that. But it was all going in that that moment. It's like, okay, I, I don't actually need it, so I'm, I'm going. I'm going to bed. I'll go buy my own candy tomorrow. But Assholes. you won't. You no, won't. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. And Emma, my youngest, uh, she she didn't uh, uh, she didn't go trick or treating, so she didn't have her candy haul. Uh, that I can just mm. dispose of. Mm-hmm. Let me just take it to work, so I could just dispose of and just give it to everybody. That didn't happen. Dang it. So she's done. She's done. I think so. She dressed up. Okay. Well, that's but good. She just didn't want to go around, so I don't know. Hmm. All right. Well, I guess it is what it is. I still got two of them that are in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Did you see any? Uh, no, nah, no. Nah, we'll get off Halloween. I don't know what we got stuck on that. Uh, <laughs> let's, um, man, let's go into the barbecue news, man. I don't know if you're, I'm hitting you. Too early with that. But, no, no, uh, I think uh, I can do this, that. Let's keep this thing going. The Hot Off the Grill Barbecue News. I'm John Lakerbo. <laughs> uh, here's what we got. Um, barbecue News Magazine, our uh, our partner for this uh, this little thing we do. 
Uh, they're doing a free sample issue right now. If you guys want to, you guys haven't checked out the Barbecue News magazine that's available, go to barbecuenews.com, get yourself a free sample issue. Uh, fall in love and subscribe. Uh, speaking of them, they have a new, um, I don't know what it's called. It's like a, it's another publication. It's uh, called The Future of Q. I don't know if we've talked about this before, but some of the youngsters in the barbecue, the uh, the Riley Wrights, the Cadence of the world, mm-hmm. Uh, have come together and they're doing their own publication oh, man. through Barbecue News Magazine. Lots of recipes and stuff like that. But they're doing a giveaway right now on their website, futureofq.com. Uh, I'll put links for all this down below so you guys don't have to remember. Any, I don't want you guys trying to write down any of this stuff while you're driving to work. So right. so there's going to be a link. You can go back and look at it in a minute. Um, a little recap stuff. Blue Smoke Blair is having her event January 19th through the 21st to that class. Uh, Barbecue Legends, we talked about this a couple times already. I'm not going to go through the whole spiel. There's still a link below. You can get signed up for that. We will be there one of the days. So get signed up. Mm-hmm. Come hang out with us. Eat some badass food. And maybe learn a thing or two. Also, the MBBQA Awards of Excellence. We talked about this one, too. There's a link below. Get yourself signed up. Whatever it is barbecue-related, there's a competition for it. And uh, they'll be handing out those awards. Mm-hmm. At the MBBQA Banquet which is at the... Uh, it's in San Antonio? Yeah, in San Antonio at the, the big MBBQA conference. So we'll be at that one too. So get get uh, get into all these things. And then the last thing I got here is uh, the Barbecue News Magazine's Rubs of Honor winners. I don't know if you saw they announced the winners for that. I did not. <clears throat> uh, there's a lot of them. I'm not going to name them all. Maybe I'll just, I'll just name the first place for each... Uh, each category, first place in beef was uh, Desert Sand by Hedgehog Barbecue. Never heard of them. Yeah, Probably need to try them. Yeah. Uh, pork was, um, first place was Chef's Chef's Beef Rub by Burger Chef Rubs and Sauces. Some of these guys got to work on the names, I think. but uh, A little, little mouthy. Yeah, there's a lot of words is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then for seafood, Rick's Rub by Fogel Bottling Company. was first place in seafood. And then in chicken, you might recognize this name, the Pork and Rub uh, Seasoning by Blazing Star Barbecue. Congratulations, so, Mike. Big Mike, yeah. So, uh, And there's a whole lot more. They listed, I think, the top 10 in each category. There was a lot of entries. Um, and I'll put a link for that, too, if you guys want to go and see. Maybe you entered. Maybe you just want to find a new rub. And you can do that there. Down below, there's going to be a link for it. Okay. Um, well, one question is like, is there an age limit on the kids, uh, the, the, the future Q? Are you trying to be a future of Q? I mean, I could be like, <laughs> right. Are you saying I'm in the present or I'm in the past? I'm in the history of Q. Right. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to go backwards. I'm trying to go forwards, John. Like, can we get that publication where we, we, we're in the future? Uh, right. okay. It's, Back, it's the prime. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Back That's to the future. Is. Back right. to the future of Q. That's where I'm going to be. <laughs> now to sports with James. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, that's what we got for the Hot Off the Grill Barbecue News. All right. I guess we'll pay some bills here from one of our friends in the Odd Pods Media Network. And uh, I think Frank has something he wants to tell us about or a question he wants to answer or something like that. So let's go, Frank. You know, smoking meats isn't just cooking, it's an art form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience. It's a whole experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back. 
Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality. Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments. And with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic. So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world, head over to smokerbuilder.com, fill up your carts, and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on. Threw down some ribs last night. Used the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Rub. Mind blown. Dude, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the Chicks That Smoke Spicy Barbecue All-Purpose Rub, dude, it, it is a game changer for sure. Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to. Honestly, your barbecue will thank you. Chicks That Smoke, it's at SuckleBusters.com. You know, whether it's a casual backyard grilling session or high-pressure world barbecue competition, one thing's certain. The drink by your side needs to be ice cold. Absolutely, and that's where Yeti coolers come in. Every time I'm grilling in my backyard, I trust Yeti to keep things cold. And in the midst of barbecue competitions, with all that heat and intensity, Yeti's a game-changer, ensuring those drinks stay chilled. So whether you're perfecting the burger flip or aiming for barbecue gold, Yeti's got your back. Here's to cooler moments, no matter where you grill. Cheers. Hey, you there. We've got a question for you. Are you tired of clickbait stories and the loudest voices driving discussions in culture and entertainment? If so, I'm Dylan. I'm Kendall. And I'm Corey. And we host the podcast From the Middle. We're middle-class guys living in the middle of America, in the middle chapters of our lives with points of view somewhere in the middle. We take a more reasonable and centrist approach in our discussions covering genres like comedy, culture, entertainment, and interviews with really interesting folks like business owners, comic creators, doctors, news anchors, New York Times best-selling illustrators, professional stand-up comics, and more. We really value a relaxed and conversational podcast, one that we hope is so fun and laid back, you'll forget you're not actually hanging out with us. So search at From the Mid Pod, just like it sounds, or check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. And now it's time for Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. As always, sending your questions to 434-829-2299 or shoot us an email at info at grabemandthebrisket.com. Hey guys, I'm Frank Cox. I'm the Barbecue Pit Engineer, and this is another episode of Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. So each week I answer your questions on the Grab Them in the Brisket podcast. Send your questions into the Brisket Boys. I'm glad to answer them for you. On this episode, we're going to talk about linseed oil. So I've been getting some questions about people that have black paint on their smoker. This is a high, very high-end smoker behind me, but they have black paint and the plate, the paint burns off or flakes off or whatever. And it, it, it's just such a pain in the rear to get that paint to look right again. And so the question is, what do I do about paint whenever it's get, starting to flake off and burn off? Is there something I can do? And my recommendation is gonna be to linseed oil it. So here's kind of why I recommend that. Whenever you hit, this cooker behind me, like if the paint starts to go over a number of years and starts to dull out or get scratched up or anything like that, it's gonna be easy just to wipe right over it with some linseed oil and that color will actually kind of bleed in with the rest of it. But also that, that linseed oil will build up a protective layer on the surface of this paint and let it go for a long time. So all you gotta really do is scrape all of the flaking paint off the firebox or wherever the damage is get it really good and clean from anything that you don't want on it. 
you could literally sand it a little bit and dab a little paint on there. But once that paint dries, or if you decide not to paint it, just wipe linseed oil on there, burn a good hot fire, and that'll actually cure that oil on the surface of your pit. And then as it burns, if you use boiled linseed oil, the more fires you burn, the darker that oil's gonna cure. And it'll wind up looking like an iron skillet when you're done. There you go, you got your black paint back. So anyway, I hope that helps somebody. If you have any questions about, you know, barbecue related equipment, uh, issues with cooking, anything like that, send them in to the Brisket Boys and I'd be glad to answer your questions for you. Until next time, keep your smoke thin and blue. This is Frank Cox from Smoker Builder. I'm the Barbecue Pit Engineer, and we'll see you. Thank you, Frank. Um, you guys want to send in your questions for Frank, that's 434-829-2299, or you can uh, send us an email, info at grab them in a brisket, or, of course, any of the social medias. We're, we're all over the place. We're even on Reddit now, and we're not getting uh, suspended for three days at a time for, mm -hmm. for spamming. Yeah, that was, that was John's over spamming everybody in the spammer now. Yeah. Don't mind me. Anyways, yeah, so we're on all the social medias too. So sending your questions for Frank. Yeah, and when you when you uh, when you say we're on social medias, it means John's on social medias. And James is too sometimes. J James is there, so that's primarily who you're going to get to speak that's with. True. Was was John and James? So, so when you see like us talking shit about the Cowboys or yeah, basically that that's you, all John. you know what's happening. That's all John. You know what it is. <laughs> But hey, uh, this episode's all about turkey, turkey day. We're, we're t diving into the world of cooking turkey for your loved ones on Thanksgiving. So there's many ways. There, there's a whole lot of ways. There's there's a whole lot of different turkeys out there that you can uh, pick and choose from. So we thought we'd go into it, uh, especially right here before Thanksgiving, and uh, hopefully give you guys a couple of tips and tricks uh, for you guys out there um, fixing to search out your little turkey. And uh, we'll go into a little bit about how – we cook our turkeys a little bit. Mm -hmm. I know John does a little bit uh, different. I think over the years you kind of like, I don't know if you get uh, not lazy, but you get, you try to find the easiest like method. You know what I mean? Something that works out for you and your family. Like um, it always kind of changes because we, we, we've always done the, the fried turkeys mm -hmm. and they've always came out great. Um, but I'll be honest, like half the bird is kind of unusable. You know what I mean? The, yeah, the, that's the thing with it, right? That, that's like, the problem. Like the legs, the thighs. It's going to get overcooked. They're so overcooked. that So the, you're really just diving into the the actual the, the breast meat. And even that sometimes can be a little little dry. Yeah, it's really hard to dial it in when you're deep frying something like yeah. that. It's tasty. Not going not gonna to lie. I right. mean, it's tasty. Well, it's as deep all fried. So. Deep fried. I love that. <laughs> love that shit. So um, the, the last couple of years, we, we, we deep fry one, and then we'd spatchcock one. So we had one on the Weber, uh, and that way we would have one that was like, oh, okay, this is the one we sit there and get our nice juicy pieces mm -hmm. of meat. The one we're gonna have like leftover and stuff like that. All right, so before we dive into turkeys, let's talk a little bit of. Uh, I got a few like little turkey facts, turkey, turkey tips, turkey. strange bits of information. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, TV dinner origins. I think we've discussed this once before on the Sounds podcast, maybe last familiar. year. Uh, so the concept of TV dinners is said to have come from. Thanksgiving mishap. Uh, in 1953, someone at Swanson misjudged the number of frozen turkeys that it would sell at Thanksgiving by 26 tons. That's that, that, 26 tons? That's going to get somebody fired, right? What's the math on that? I don't know. Hmm. I, yeah, somebody. That, yeah, yeah do, do the math and uh, I'll go on. So the company decided to slice up the meat and then repackage it with trimmings on the side. 
Thus, the first TV dinner was born. So they just, they had a shit ton of extra jerky and decided. Just cooked it. All right. Put some uh, some some sides uh, together with it and slapped it into a TV dinner tray. Hmm. So. Well, yeah, okay. So if uh, we're talking about 15-pound turkeys, that's about almost 3,500 extra extra turkeys. Mm. If they're, if, you know, 15 pounds. I don't know what the average turkey weight is. I feel like 15 to 18, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how big a turkey is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, also, the uh, the great Thanksgiving cranberry scare of 1959. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the stuff, it's like it's before the internet. Right, so things got scary easier yeah, or what? Got, something spreads and all, all of a sudden it's like, okay, so weeks before Thanksgiving in 1959, the Secretary of Health education and welfare announced that some of the cranberry crop was contaminated with a weed killer that caused cancer. This led to a nationwide scare uh, with many foregoing cranberry sauce for their Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) That's just like, how long did it take? That's pre-internet. How long did it take for the news to scare people? It's 59. I guess there's well, yeah, I mean, they had papers rolling around, so, yeah. yeah. They had, well, there was probably TV news, right? I don't know. Was, yeah, I think, yeah, that? what news was, like, invented in the 70s or That's, something, John? I have no idea. It's all before my time. They had Not as old <laughs> as you. They had black and white, like, TV news anchors, like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm talking about the television, John. Yes, I'm, I'm Ron yeah. Burgundy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, let, let's get on to turkey talk. Uh, yeah, so there's, yeah, you're right. There's there's a ton of ways to do it. There's, uh, I mean, obviously there's the smoking method. There's the frying method. There's, I know I see you doing a lot of just the, uh, doing just the breast assist without the, without the whole bird. Dude, that's my favorite. And uh, I, I think this episode will probably drop like maybe the week before Thanksgiving or somewhere in that, that area. Um, if, and maybe we'll put something out sooner for the people. Yeah, go buy your HEB, go buy your grocery store, and I think it is, um, I think it's Honeysuckle that puts it out there. You just buy mm-hmm. the just a five-pound turkey breast just by itself. It has the skin on, it's deboned, and that's my favorite way to cook, smoke a turkey bacon. This is basically the same turkey that you're getting at all these barbecue restaurants. Yeah. Uh, it's super easy to cook. It always comes out just tender, juicy, flavorful. You can put whatever barbecue rubs you want on it. Uh, you can do injections. You, however you want to you want to play it up. I usually just keep it simple. You know, you have the whole Texas method where it's just oh, salt and pepper or whatever. But usually I do a little uh, Byron's bad um, by, bad Byron's butt rub on it, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll throw a little pepper on there as well. Smoke it for like uh, maybe an hour or so, and then once it gets enough color, I'll just take some butter and then throw it into a uh, like a full wrap. And wrap it up, and I'll put a probe in it. And once it reaches 160 internal, pull it. I mean, it's probably it depends on how high hot you have your your smoker set up, but it, it could take anywhere from like maybe an hour and a half to two hours, and it, you're done. Now you have this like five pound turkey breast, and yeah. I do it like all throughout the year. I was going to say, I know you do this all year long. It, it's so much more economical for you to do that than than go into the deli to to get a you know rip off a pound of that boar's head. Uh, oh, yeah, and it's meat. not, like, loaded with freaking salt and nitrates and all that other shit. Correct, yeah. yeah. And then he's like, so okay, much better. if you want to make buffalo flavor, you'll make buffalo flavor. If you want to do cracked black pepper, uh, yeah, the, the 
it's endless. And I'll just get it. I don't have a slicer, but I'll just get my slicing knife out and just try to cut Bro, it as thin as possible. Slicer. Yeah. And my kids, like she, she's got to the point where she's like, uh, she, she requests it now. Like she doesn't like the, the store-bought deli. It's always good. Because it's very just loaded with, uh, I'm going to say the nitrides, but you get that very deli. Mm-hmm. Tastes meat. like salty meat juice, like not good. I, I don't know. Tastes- so, sometimes I rolled by there the other day and I was like, and, and I'm not knocking on HEB. I mean, you, we love HEB. We love HEB, but it, and they have one of these standalone um, coolers that is like in the middle that has all these like pre cut deli meats already mm-hmm. out. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find the flavor I want, but. And it's cold. Everything's cold. But I'm looking at every bag, and every bag just has, like, a little just quarter of, like, meat juice that's just <laughs> hanging out in the bag. <laughs> and it's just not just the one bag. And I'm like, I don't remember them putting meat juice when I get meat over <laughs> there. So what is this? And I was like, I'm not going to attempt to even purchase that uh, stuff. Maybe there's uh, right. something going wrong. Maybe it's not held <laughs> the right temperature. I don't know. I, my guts aren't going uh, to uh, risk that at all. But uh, Test it out. No, no, no. Yeah, no, definitely. I was like, hey, Laura, does this taste funny? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, it's something I do all the time. And last Thanksgiving, I went and bought one, uh, one or two. Uh, but prior to Thanksgiving, because these things will sell out fast, uh, and I threw it in the freezer. Yeah, and then, got to. And then... About a week prior to the, the Thanksgiving, I pulled it out, let it thaw, good to go. But other than that, we'll go the the spatchcock version of it, and then mm-hmm. that is my second favorite way to cook a turkey. Yeah. I think that's now it's starting to become a little bit more prevalent. Yeah, it's pretty mainstream. People know what that is. If like, you cook barbecue at all, you know about spatchcock. Yeah, I still get that. I still get that. Like uh, that person at work, I still get that. Maybe my boss. Uh, hey, Ron. If you listen to this, uh, he, he was like, uh, I think he did a chicken. He's like, yeah, man, no, no, me was another coworker. He's like, I, I cooked this chicken. It turned out bad ass. It was so good. He's like, and what I did is you, you, you take your shears and you cut the, the back, uh, bone off of it. Mm-hmm. And then you turn around, you make it, you make it flat and then you cook it that way. And so I'm like, do you roll with it? Or do you call him on like, yeah, it's called spatchcock. I was like, Oh, do you mean spatchcocking? They're like, what? It's like, oh, yeah, spatchcocking. Yeah. No, I mean, that, that's the terminology of the truth. I don't like being an asshole. Like, I was like, why don't you go put some more wood chips on it? Or, you know what right, I mean? Like, right, right, I don't know why I hate on wood chips because, I mean, I used to use wood chips a lot. It is what it is. Um, but I'm like, it's not to go on a different story, but it's just like mulch, right? It's just like you're just burning mulch. And it just tastes, uh, I, I, I don't know. It's so readily accessible. It, it is. Go to the yard. Just small <laughs> chips of wood. And I'm like, those got to burn. And then, but then they're like, oh, we'll soak it in wood to make it smolder longer. And I'm like, just mm. buy bigger chunks of wood. Yeah. But soak it in water. Soak yeah. it in water. Yeah. So that, that's my two um, preferred methods to, to cooking turkeys. But I know even before that, we you can get into the whole, I don't what, what kind of turkey do I get? I mean, because you, you right. roll in there and like, me personally, I get that, not really anxiety. It's like, oh, I'm going to pick up a bird, and you get there, and there's like 40 different mm-hmm. brands, and there's like 40 different styles, and you're just like, which one's the cheapest? Yeah, oh, I get a, a free ham with this one, so mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. the one I'm going to go with. But it's like, oh, it really depends on what you're trying to do with that bird. Yeah, you got to be careful because a lot of these uh, a lot of these birds become like uh, they come pre-brined, right? right. So if, yeah, if you get one that's pre-brined, you want to be careful how you brine that sucker if you're going to brine or inject. 
Yeah, because so. you could be like uh, eating a salt block because you're like, oh, I'm going right. to brine this thing for 28 hours or 48 it's hours. It's already been brining for months. So It, it is, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and then you got the organic ones that, yes, they, they really don't contain any of the type of solution. So you right. definitely got to put a little flavor into yeah. it. But you need to refinance your house to be able to purchase one too. Yeah, so. what are those like $60 birds right. or something like that? Yeah. And then you, you'll mess <laughs> oh, them up. You'll mess you. it up. <laughs> you'll mess it up. It's like uh, you, you always, everybody every year – um, you go through this, like, um, it, it's not just Thanksgiving, but when you have these pre-planned, um, um, family events or catering or whatever it is, and, and you set a time, t- time limit or a timetable when you're supposed to be eating. Oh, it never works. It never works out. And you get up to an hour before or two hours before <laughs> and you're doing the math and right, it's like. Your bird's at 110. You're like, right. what the you don't want to say anything. You're like, oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, no, it's good. It's good. good. You're cranking up that heat. Right. You're just praying to God like the, the meat gods that, okay, <laughs> all of a sudden you probe and it's like done. You're like, oh, uh, thank goodness. But uh, you do it every year. So that one, one of the best pieces of advice, you got to pre-plan this shit out. You, you got to give yourself enough time. And if you cook your bird way early and it gets done, that's fine. You know, get yourself a little cooler. Let it vent a little bit. Wrap it up, throw it in the cooler, and just let it chill out, and let it just uh, yeah, get it done early. Get it done early. Yeah. Do not fight the. Uh, I mean, <laughs> don't be that guy. Yeah, then you're going to end up on the barbecue fail of our our, our podcast, and mm-hmm. then but shit, you might win uh, yourself a uh, smoker, smoker or a uh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So definitely look and see if it's brined or not. And it's not necessarily going to say on the package brined. It might say in a solution of whatever percent salt or whatever the hell it says on there. But, uh, yeah, look out for that for sure. And you're right, spatchcock is the way to go. If you're not going to do just the breast, spatchcock, it's so much better than doing it whole. You're going to get a more even cook. Uh, last year I did, it wasn't actually for Thanksgiving. I think it was before Thanksgiving. I was just playing around with some turkeys or whatever. But I did split like I, like we would do for like a competition with the chickens. Or you did you know, mm-hmm. split it in half. And it came out great, too. You can do that, too. But the presentation, obviously, is not... It's not the same, yeah. right? I think people want to see the whole bird. Uh, another thing you could do if you're going to do for a lot of people, maybe just do a smaller bird mm-hmm. and then do yourself a couple of a couple of the breasts on the side because I feel like a lot of people want that that white meat anyway. So Yeah, definitely, yeah. I think a lot of people, they, they want to go for that wow factor, right? You know, they're, they're feeding like four or five people, but then they go buy like a, a freaking 20-pound bird or you know what I mean? Right. It's going to take like to do that. hours to, to cook. You know what I mean? So uh, not necessary. Uh, I think, I think you, when, when selecting your bird size matters, depending on what you're going to do with it, how are you going to cook it? Um, more specifically, if you're going to fry it, you don't mm-hmm. want to go over a certain poundage when, when you go to fry this thing, like 12 to 15 pounds max. Uh, it really just can, uh, cause a lot of the commercial pots that, that, get with these turkey fryer kits or mm-hmm. whatever it is um they're not equipped to hold like a 20 pound bird right even if you do it, it's gonna take I, what is it like three minutes per pound i gotta go back yeah, i have no idea yeah so somebody looked at yeah uh, get a chance to look that up see how long i think it's three minutes per pound for frying so for frying so if you had a 20 pound bird what, what's the math on that <clears throat> yeah okay We'll circle back. We'll circle back. Circumvent that one. So a few little tips and tricks. And some of these may be kind of generic, but we can just touch on it a little bit if we want to. Uh, indirect, indirect grilling 
uh, preheat your grill to about 325 degrees to mimic the oven roasting process. Now, I know it's always kind of hard to jump in there as far as setting a grill to a certain temperature. So if you get it 350, 375, 300, you're probably golden. It just Mm -hmm. may just take a little bit longer or it may cook a little bit quicker. Uh, So so were you asking for a 20-pound bird how long it would take? Yeah, what, what's the what's the temperature? What's the time wise on frying a turkey? I know they have like a, there's a guideline for so many minutes per so pound many or minutes something per pound. Okay, so what it, what it says here on uh, it says twenty a twenty pound turkey would take four like four hours and I guess twenty five minutes. Does that sound about right? That would probably be in an oven. To the okay, oven. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. and that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That, that's what I'm reading here. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying fried? Fried? Yeah, if you do like a deep fried turkey. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it says it could take about 30 minutes per pound uh, when you do the that's a smoking uh, portion of it. So it says uh, maintaining a low and slow approach when you go smoke a turkey, um, 225 to 250, and you're looking about 30 minutes per pound. Yeah, I don't think you need to do low and slow necessarily with the turkey. Like I said, like you said, I think you're better off. I mean, you could, I guess you could start it out at like 250 or something, but I think you want to try it out. Yeah, it's gonna take that long. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna dry out. It's not gonna be good. I think you need to cook that sucker at like like you said, three twenty five ish or something in there. Maybe even three fifty. Cook that sucker a little hotter, I think. Get yourself a little crisp to the skin. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I think. Yeah. And if you are doing indirectly on your Weber or indirectly on a uh on a, say a drum smoker or what have you, uh go ahead and throw a tin foil pan underneath your bird. Catch all those drippings. Mm-hmm. It's like one, you can use it to make gravy. Or two, you can use it to save your grill from just getting all just caked with all this grease and shit because right. it's going to drop a lot of juice everywhere. Mm-hmm. Get them gizzards out too, and the bag. <laughs> Get a little bag out too. <laughs> I don't know if you've been there, but I've definitely been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty sure we've had some barbecue fail stories about that. I don't know. Uh, brining or injecting? You have a preference, or you do both? Uh, I, I we do both. Like I think lately we've been doing the brining. I like the brining method of it, and then we'll come back and, and do a little. Um, I used to do the Tony Sasheries. Mm-hmm. I don't. I kind of got away from that just because it just. I don't know for some reason I'm just that's just not hitting my palate. Like what I want that it's just that salad dressingy. Tony's yeah, a oily, oily type yeah. flavor, the butter, Creole butter. So, but what I've really been kind of digging is just getting some of these um, poultry injections as far as like the, some of the stuff that we use in our competitions, mm-hmm. whether it's the, the, the Lucky Charms foul play. That's yeah, what that's I, I use lately. Say. Take a little bit of that and then mix in a little, you can go in some, some squeeze butter, some margarine, whatever, something that's a little bit softer and get that whipped around and then get you an injector that can, Pull up some of that, some a little bit thicker, and then inject that into the to the uh, the meat. Oh, dude, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, his stuff it really is. It's good. It's on another level. Yeah. I know. Hey, girl. Hey, has a whole turkey kit out there now too. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't got to try her stuff. I have tried some of her stuff, but not her turkey kit. And yeah, uh, I know Lane, she sells out every year. So yeah, Lanes Lanes has a uh, turkey brining kit as well. Okay. So we tried that. I think uh, that was probably one of the first like turkey brine kits that I. That I've tried, and it's good. I mean, I love all the lanes, like He's got such the, good the signature blend, and so then also good. the brisket uh, rub that he has. I mean, I'm not a fan of the ancho coffee, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just hating on that. That might be one of my most memorable interviews we ever had. I don't remember a lot of what we talked about. I do remember him saying, 
hey, I got to go. I'll be back in a bit. He came back and said, sorry, my restaurant was on fire. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? That, that, was, that was crazy. Craziness. Uh, anyway, so, uh, and there's, yeah, I guess if you wanted to get fancy, you could try out the old frog chicken method on the uh, on the turkey. I don't know how that would look on your centerpiece of your, t- your Thanksgiving dinner, but. Uh, I, yeah, I can only imagine. Uh, yeah. Like, Sure looks good, Clark. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, well, no, actually, I think it'd be cousin Eddie to be cooking the frog. Right. <laughs> this this homemade ketchup, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> and Christmas is right around the corner. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know when. Uh, I don't know when uh, you start jamming out on the Christmas music, but you wait until after Thanksgiving, uh, after the turkey's put away. Before yeah, I think you. Know. I think you could just get uh, bombarded right with it, right? I think it's just a barrage. It's of, a lot. You turn it on the radio. I mean, I listen to a lot of Spotify and, and a lot of, like, uh, either satellite. So you get to pick and choose what you want to listen to. But, yeah, you, you go to the stores, you, you just – it's automatically going. Yeah, I did see some – I mean, well, for the last month now, I've been seeing some Christmas stuff out. But I've seen a bunch out today at Walmart. I was like, man, like, they did not waste any time. They pulled down that Halloween candy and put up the Christmas candy. It was – it's everywhere, but I haven't heard any music yet. Mm. I'm not. I know I'm not as into the Christmas music as you are, but uh, I mean, it's coming. I'm sure it's coming soon. Yeah, I don't know. I'm already jamming it. So I'm yeah, yeah. yeah, I figured you were. <laughs> there I was, it is. I was hey, waiting for that. There's houses everybody everywhere that's already lit up, uh, like um, uh, with all the Christmas uh, decorations and stuff yeah. like that. So I'm like, okay, <clears> my gotta, guy was putting lights up today. So got to get into the mood there. Um, I don't think we really touched much on the deep frying a turkey. Uh, as opposed to how long you got to cook it at that, I think it comes down to about three minutes per pound is what we did last time. So if you if you go a, a twenty pound brisket or even bigger than that, it's just it's going to take so long for that internal temperature to hit that temperature mark that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outside is just going to be so dry and it's going to be yeah. burnt and all that stuff like that. So yeah, try to stick with the like ten fifteen pound bird. If you got to do two of them, yeah, do two. That's of what them. I was going to say. Like if you if you need that much turkey, just do two. It's yeah, it's going to cook more evenly. It's just going to be better. Yeah, and I made this year something that I didn't really even think of. But what about just go ahead and just cutting the wings off, cutting the legs and thighs off, and then frying those separately? I thought about that too. I was literally thinking about that today. Like, how come we don't just like break this sucker down and cook it? Yeah, and you can pull it out when it's uh, yeah. perfectly good in the legs, and then mm-hmm. you can do the breast separately, and everything would turn out great. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. Why do we don't do that? Why don't we do that, Ralph? <laughs> hey, uh, mm-hmm. my my max at the cooking is the TV dinners y'all was talking about. Man. That's it. That's all I got. What, what's your preference? Uh, do you like uh, fried turkey, smoked, just regular tradition, traditional roasted in the oven? Free. Free. Yeah. All the above. I actually like those too. <laughs> I, do, I do too. Yeah. Free food is the best food. Hmm. Maybe we need to. Maybe we need to bring in some. Turkey or something before Thanksgiving that we cooked up. Mm. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, quit talking about it and do it, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. every couple of weeks we talk about, hey, we should bring in some yeah. food. Right. I'm there. still waiting. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's holding yeah. off on dinner every week. Yeah. Every, every time we walk in, he's like looking, just like, oh, just carrying that stupid cooler. Yeah. There's a hundred different ways that you can cook a turkey. Do, do a lot of research. Uh, uh, hey, one thing, don't put a frozen bird into your hot oil grease. Yeah, don't do that. That's how you, uh, that's how you hurt people and that's how you lose your house and all right. that. You get the fire department called on you and all that good stuff. Hey, but if you do call in that barbecue fail. 
Yeah, you might, you'll win yourself a bottle of rub <laughs> for your troubles and heartaches. <laughs> uh, but seriously, all those uh, all those cooks that you do, all your turkey cooks and whatnot, and, and whatever else you do for Thanksgiving, take some pictures, post them, send them to us, tag Let's us in it. it, whatever it is. We want to see it. We'll uh, if we get enough of them together, maybe we'll make a little slideshow and, and share it um, after Thanksgiving. Yeah, maybe we'll do another segment of. Um uh, instead of the the brisket professors, we can do the uh, the turkey professors. This is Turkey Talk with James and John. Oh, that's weird. That's a horrible, <laughs> horrible idea that I just came up with. Yeah. Let, throw that in a trash roll. <laughs> Look at the rest of says on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough turkey talk. Let's slide into that grab in a brisket. Beer review. Mm, that's a hell of a duet. I think we need more people here. What do we got, James? All right, let me let me let me get this thing poured up a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is dark. I'm gonna say that right now. Definitely looks like motor oil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this one is called the Dream Eater. We're looking at a double stout with cinnamon crunch, cereal, coffee, vanilla, and milk sugar. Mm, dream Eater. Not really sure what milk sugar is. Is that the stuff that's left on the bottom of uh, the bowl when you eat cereal? I think it's like breast milk. Mm, okay. Yeah. Pretty sure that's what they're using there. Um, the can looks pretty cool from the, the camera point angle. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's pretty, uh, I like the artwork is on it. Is that an anteater on there? What is that? It has it has tusks. I don't know what the hell that is. I guess that's a dream eater. Uh, yeah, it's a cool can. Burlington Beer Company. And let's see. This is 8% alcohol by volume, one pint. Uh, and it's from Vermont. Vermont. Mm-hmm. What do they call the collective of Verm- Vermonts? What? People from Vermont. A, a, a collective of them? Like Texans. Oh, yeah. They're uh, Vermontians. Is that, yeah. yeah. Verm- Vermontians. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Do, do we know any fun facts about Vermont? Uh, maple syrup. Mm. Oh, this tastes like cold coffee. Does, it does taste like a, kind of like a cold brew. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not hating it, but yeah, it's not awful. It's just uh, I was I guess I was expecting I don't know some sweetness in there. I guess with the cinnamon, vanilla, and the milk, uh, the milk sugar. Uh, it tastes like yeah. Maybe we should just sip on it for a minute and mm-hmm. just let this um, marinate. Yeah, it burns the nostrils. Hey, Roel, can you look up? Uh, can you look up and see if you can find anything about this um, brewery, or maybe some Vermont fun facts? Yeah, this is a Burlington Beer Company. Hmm. Famous people from Vermont. Who do y'all got? Um, um, Bradley Cooper, obviously. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish. Will Smith. Yeah. Wait, are you just making these up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I don't see either one of those names. Hundred percent making it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Who, who we got? We got we got Billy the Kid. Okay. Uh, oh. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Bernie. Is he still around? Yeah, I think he's doing his best impression of weekend of the Bernies. <laughs> yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let me check out some fun facts. That was it. Just a couple of criminals. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fun fact: Billy the Kid died here, and uh, well, no, I guess he was born. Well, 
maybe he's, no, he's buried here in Texas. Mm. I think he's buried in just outside of Waco. I think it's a town called Hico. Hico? Hico. Mm. H-I-C-O. Wait, that's the wrong, I, I said the wrong Billy the Kid. <laughs> There's two Billy the Kids? Yeah, this is Billy Kid. Billy the Kid, a former World Cup uh, ski racer. So, so my apologies. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Yep. Never heard of them. So they they really don't have a lot of famous people from Vermont. Well, they got to have a couple, right? Uh, yeah, this beer is very okay to me. Yeah. I, I I mean, I'm loving it. I'm like, I don't You're know. Loving it? Yeah, I'm not. Bro, sure. you don't even like coffee. It tastes like coffee. I don't understand. I, I think there's certain Fine. coffee things that I like, and there's certain coffee things that I don't like. But hmm. it's okay. It's just okay for me. I mean, it's not bad. At least it's. I don't know. It has it has a good bitterness to it. It's not super boozy, which for eight percent is kind of impressive, mm-hmm. considering the only other flavor is coffee. Uh, and it looks thick, but it doesn't really taste taste thick. It doesn't feel thick. I guess mm. you, you could say. Yeah, it's very very light in the yeah. mouth feel. Yeah, I guess you would say. Yeah, the mouth feels light. Yeah. <laughs> We're just coming up with all different types of right. scientific right. knowledge, yeah. sci- scientific terms about drinking beer. Right. Can you put up some beer adjectives on the board here for us? Right. <laughs> so I, I, I immediately want to go back to Saloon Door. I want to go back to some of those just stouts that we've we've scored mm-hmm. pretty high. A lot of them had kind of a peanut butter note to it. It was chocolate, always kind of a butter, chocolate yeah. peanut butter. This definitely has a little bit more, I mean, more just straight up coffee mm-hmm. and i'm again i love it i don't i don't know it's kind of hit or miss for me i guess i would say kind of in the middle of the road i'm gonna write my score down so you don't let you sway me here just blind mm. i bet you're probably going to be in the sixes i'm not telling you until you tell me so uh yeah it's all right it's pretty okay i think i like it because it's um like you said, it's not very, it's very just smooth. Mm-hmm. It definitely don't feel like you're drinking an 8% alcohol beer. And if you're a coffee lover, well, I know you're a coffee lover, but okay. uh, I I think it hits my notes. Is, but uh, <laughs> Spit it out, James. Okay. Uh, see, now you're already swaying me. I already feel like I want to change my score. Uh, I, I gave it a 6.5. This is, uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, I wouldn't buy it probably, but if it was there and if it was, I don't know, it feels like a winter beer to me. It's just, it's good. Yeah. I feel like it needs something else. You know what I mean? It needs chocolate and peanut butter. Chocolate. All right. Take out the coffee next time. Put the chocolate and peanut butter in there. Mm-hmm. Right. We'll call it ridiculous AF. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with a solid, probably just like 6.7. I like okay. it just a little bit better than what you do. You know? well, okay. Well, maybe I want to change mine. Maybe I like mine 6.8. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Can't change. Yeah. No changes. Okay. Well, thanks for bringing it. Uh, I think you have a couple more out there in the in the cooler. Let the guys try them. Uh, I thought it was a cool can. I mean, the artwork looks pretty pretty badass on that. I do like the can. Yeah. The can is cool. It's cool. If uh, anything, you would look badass just drinking this. Just, um, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, of uh, I, I remember back in the day when we saw artwork, like just the stickers on oh, cans. Jan would give it. So Jan much just shit. like, oh no, trash. Oh, oh, yeah, you can't even oh. you can't even invest into making like cans. You got to put right. stickers on them. Just trash that. No, I don't want that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it makes any difference. I think it's, it is what it is, but, uh, speaking of cool beers, I was going to put this out there real quick. Uh, our, uh, our Christmas episode where we do multiple beer reviews in one episode is coming up probably in the next month. I would say probably, probably about four to five weeks from now, we will be recording that episode. Uh, and, and how it works. If you were not listening last year, each one of us usually brings a beer in a holiday beer and we, we review all the beers. Mm. It makes for a fun night. If any listeners uh, want to send in a beer or even just suggest a beer, I don't know if you just suggested if we'll definitely be able to get it or not, but if you definitely, if you send in a beer, we will review it on the show. Uh, if that's hard for you, you could always, we have a specs. We have a total wine right here in Perryland. We can go pick it up too. Uh, I thought it'd be cool to get some from listeners that we could try mm. On that show, that I just had that, yeah. had that. Um, I had this thought of it today. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're in Pearland. Look it up. There's a there's a total wine and a specs beer, wine and more, whatever it's called. I don't know. Specs liquor store. Uh, yeah. What What about this? Like, how do we? I was thinking about how do we get um, how do we get the people more involved in the beer review? Like, what if on top of that, or just not just this, but any beer review? What if we could have listeners send us their beer review? Oh, I love that. Send us like a, just a, uh, I mean, shit, do a TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is. Yep. Shoot us the link. We'll, we'll flash it up on the Or on even the show. just a voicemail, either way. Or voicemail, yeah. Perfect. I mean, and we'll, we'll put it on the show and uh, let you guys be a part of the show. I mean, I'd love to, mm-hmm. love to see that. Yeah, if you... Yeah, especially if you send in a beer for us to try, because then we can make sure we try the same one that you review. Mm-hmm. But even outside of that, if you if you want to review one, maybe that we've already done, maybe we can share that too. That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do that. More beer, the better. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a thing. I think that's a saying somewhere. Uh, anyways, uh, anything else you want to say about this beer? No, I uh, I might have some words after I drink this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I think this is going to be one of those beers. Once you get like close to the bottom of it, you know what I mean? Almost done. You're like, man, that was a really good beer. Like it's kind of just, maybe mm-hmm. it's just the alcohol talking. Yeah. I feel like it might be. Mm-hmm. Are you almost finished with yours? No, I'm like, I'm, I'm still pretty full. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we're about, we're about the same here. Uh, well, it's it's like you, yeah. What was it? You can't judge a book by its cover. I mean, you're, you're only just drinking the cover and then all of a sudden, you really just haven't got into the meat of the mm. the meat and potatoes of the the drink. I'm just bullshitting. Yeah, that's deep. deep. I don't know. Let's move on. Uh, move deep, it on. Deep shit. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. With that, we've talked about turkey. We've talked some news. We've talked some prank. We've talked some beer. Shall we talk about some barbecue fails? Let's do it. It's just the two of us here, but uh, our buddy Matt, that usually likes to introduce or read the barbecue fails for us, that couldn't be here. I think he. Uh, I think he recorded a barbecue fail for us that somebody uh, sent in via the emails or, or somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and I think Raul is going to uh, share that for us, maybe. Got another barbecue fail for you guys here. So he says, just found your podcast. Want to say you're doing a great job. Uh, anyway, saw you're looking for some barbecue fails and wanted to add mine from this weekend. So we're a new team, and we attend our second KCBS comp this past weekend at Red, White, and Q in New Jersey. Rained all set up night, uh, Friday night. We got everything set up, tan up, canopy, smokers, charcoal in the dry spots, relaxed, and went to bed. Woke up to our 20 by 10 canopy collapsed all over our stuff. 
Luckily, our charcoal stayed dry, but it was still raining, and we had ribs and chicken to prep. Got the canopy rigged up, enough to last uh, through the rest of the rain, and got cooking. Had the ribs of my charbroil grand champ that I've had for years. Never had a problem. I had decided to clean it for the first time leading up to this weekend, so I wouldn't have any problems. Well, I threw a piece of wood on, on it to raise the temps a little bit before I put the chicken on. Look back 10 minutes later, and the whole right side of the smoker is on fire. Quickly pulled the ribs off, choked everything down, got it back under control, and finished the cook. But man, that was a hectic morning for our second ever non-local comp. And we didn't come in last, so I count that as a win. Brian from Backwoods Barbecue. All right, appreciate it, Brian from Backwoods Barbecue. Yeah. And so he was sharing a barbecue fail, but he counted it as a win. I like how he, he put that in there. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, hey, it wouldn't, like, I didn't come in last, so it's a, not a fail. But uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think, you know, Mother Nature, she she threw a wrench in things. And that's one of those things we always talk about. You got to adapt and overcome the the, mm-hmm. the 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 issues that you face on the comp trail. Because that's the bigger thing. It, it's something's going to have it. I mean, I don't think I've been, it's a handful of cook-offs that I've been to over my tenure of where everything just went smooth. Right. It's yeah, pretty no rare that you're like, oh, it's great weather. Everything went the way it was supposed to. It's always something. Yeah. Yeah. We we went one where, like, we went to, um, is it here in, um, in uh, I think it was Pasadena, Texas. I remember what, which cook-off it was. Pouring rain. Pouring rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one where we went inside to do judging uh, for, I can't remember the what category it was, or maybe it was a cook's meeting. We, we go, go in to go... Um, get our information and we come out and it's like, apparently it's just a big, huge storm just ripped up and just like picked up everybody's canopies and just tossed them like back a hundred yards away. Oh, and they're good. all mangled out, just sitting in this death row of mm. like tents. And they're like, okay, wow. Now what do we do? And so everybody had to go buy new tents. And, uh, so it, it something like that's always going to happen. Something's going to break down. You're going to have a flat tire. It's like, I, I, yeah. We had that. We did that one cook off that could have been hugely disastrous for for me and John. Um, that we drove like I don't know, like a hundred miles um, with the dragon a barbecue pit, <laughs> <laughs> and it was never attached to the. Uh, that was bad. It, look, the good Lord was on our side that day, uh, but it was one of those pit maker pits and didn't have the pin in. It didn't have the pin. I mean, yes. it, it fit over the ball, but there was like a little pin. It was pin. class, but there was no no locking pin. Correct. Went over that speed bump. We got all the way there into this park in about 40 feet. Dude, from you could see the campsite. Where the campsite is, we go over a speed bump, and the damn pit comes off the, the hitch. Yeah, that sucker could have passed me on the freeway. I had my kids in the car, man. Yeah, no, that I know. scary. Yeah. So, hey, FYI, Oof. go check that. You know, make yeah. sure that's the first that's thing you, you check. That's, I check that every time. Exactly. Tell you what. But, hey, uh, congrats. Uh, I know uh, you got your choice of any Suckle Busters seasoning that Are you, you want to get. Or? Suckle Busters, Suckle Busters. Everybody yeah. wants some Suckle Busters. What, what was his name again? Brian? Brian from Brian. Backwoods Barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Hey, congratulations. That is fantastic. Uh, what else we got? Anything else? Anything else you want to, you want to yap at real quick? No, I think that's all I got. I mean, obviously this is a sad part of the episode for us cause we're ending it, but, um, obviously the listeners, you can just skip next and you can go right into the next episode. Right. So or the last episode, hey, if you haven't heard that one, honestly, Hey, it's been great talking barbecue. Peace.
As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely. And cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooley Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy night to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.